You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The world is changing. What if we are here for a reason? What if we are a part of something truly divine? Soon there will only be the conquered and the conquerors. You will know what it's like to lose. To feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Let's go save the world. Like many of you, I only came here to escape. But I found something much bigger than just myself. Are you willing to fight? Yeah, baby! Yes. Let's have some fun. Hello and Happy New Year to everybody. Sorry we haven't been very speedy in January, but a few of us <laughs> were away recharging the batteries for what is sure to be our biggest year yet as the fan critical gang. Woo! Okay, yeah, so Yay. good, good. Today we are bringing you our annual 2018 review and 2019 hopes and fears. I was supposed to be joined by the whole gang today. Unfortunately, Gareth has overslept in Australia. Boom. Shame on him. Wanker. Let's all shame him. So I'm joined shame. by... Shame. Very good. That might link into some of the predictions later on. I'm joined by John. Hello. Uh, Lucy. Hello. And Emma. Hiya. The, the, the ladies of the podcast returneth ladies from our night. Australian jaunt that we had. Uh, how is the new year treating everybody so far? Pretty much the same as last year. Really? Depressed and useless? Yeah. Okay, good to know. <laughs> and John, are you cheered up now? You've, you've, you've refreshed. You're on holiday. Are you a more happy, content man? Or are, you, are right. we getting more anger from you this year? All right, well, first things first. Holiday. Did a fucking podcast on the holiday. So yes, you did. what sort of holiday is that? I wanted you to do two of them, but too you only many. did one. Too many. Yeah, look, I mean, I'm refreshed. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be any less... Yeah. Cynical. Yeah. Or this is your hopes. There's a lot of hopes in this one. So let's try well, and raise the spirits for everybody. Not necessarily plural. Mm, very good. Emma, your sex change up. How'd it go? A uh, bit rough, to be honest. Uh, but it was to be expected. Yeah. Um, so now I, we I have two bit... women on the pod. Oh. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Absolutely. Um, oh, a bit too high pitched. I was a bit disappointed, <laughs> though, that you announced that uh, on my behalf. I wanted to tell our fans myself. Yeah. And the thing Christmas is, present. it is a, yeah. I was giving them a little treat, an insight. Oh, they might have needed it in January. Look out for the sad. Patreon later this year. Anyway, <laughs> live surgery video. On with the show. So this is how it's going to go down. We have each chosen one thing from 2018 to showcase and say why we think it was the best thing that year. 
Also, we have our predictions for 2018 from the last podcast that we did at the same time last year. Let's just say some of us were way off. As usual, I'm spot on. John, oh, you were way off this time again. What do you mean? Why? Because we'll get to it. We'll play some clips. <laughs> we'll get that. Then we'll go through what we're most looking forward to this year, 2019, and what our predictions are, good or bad or weird. You know, last year, for example, John said David Attenborough would die. He's alive and kicking. So well, just saying. Well, for now. As of now. Well, he's still alive. So is he alive in 2019? Have you seen him? Good point. Anyway, Ooh. let's crack on. So yes, this is our first advert of the year and we are here to showcase what we are going to be doing in the coming weeks. This, of course, is our Hopes and Fears episode and we hope you enjoy and check out some of the things that we recommend you watch this year and some of the stuff that we watched last year. But there's loads of stuff coming up this year that we want to talk about very, very soon. We will be doing a podcast talking about the Choose Your Own Adventure Style episode of Black Mirror on Netflix called Bandersnatch. We might smuggle a little Bird Box uh, review in there because, you know, everyone seems to love that film for some reason just because of all the memes we have loads of other great content coming up we've got walking dead uh the return of season nine the final eight episodes of that season and let's face it season nine is much improved on the maligned season eight other than that we'll be covering the usual sorts of films we don't know which ones yet but they're going to be good so check us out subscribe we're fan critical on all podcast platforms as well as at fan underscore critical on instagram at fan critical pod on twitter and fan critical on facebook thank you for your support let's make this a, a cracking year for fan critical in 2019 back to the podcast So, as I said, the way this goes down, let's start off with our favourite things from 2018. So, this is our favourite thing that we saw, film or TV, in 2018. And each member will, you know, give a strong argument of why they they think that that is the best thing that they saw. And the best part is, if you haven't seen that piece of content yet, you can go and watch it. Last year, we had a load of correspondents saying that some of the stuff we suggested was actually great suggestions. uh, And they went away and watched them. And then because of that, now we've got a lot more listeners. So good stuff. Anyway, I'm going to start off with the most negative member of the group, John McCann. John. Why the full name? Surname. Well, I'm, you know, I think oh. I think it's time we build a bit of a relationship with our <clears> listeners. <throat> um, we've had some requests to see faces. Sure. Names is the next <laughs> logical step. And then yeah. beyond that, I don't know what they want to see, but... Mm. Just saying. Well, they've got live video, haven't they? Well, you know, so, you know. I don't want to have live video Good. here. What but do you want from me, Lynn? I want to know what your favourite thing from 2018 was, sir. <clears throat> Please let us know. Uh, I mean, you're not going to see this coming. Um, really? Because I'm not going to say Infinity War, uh-huh. okay? Uh-huh. Because it's too, it's too much. It, it goes beyond my favourite thing of last year. Mm. Possibly one of my... Favorite things ever. Yeah, to be honest. I can understand that. Um, I reckon because of how shit it should, in theory, be. Oh my god, you're going to say what I think you're going to say. Not be. Are you? No, uh, he's going to go no, for. Hold on, whoa, 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 easy, easy, boys. And oh, actually, sorry, yeah, Emma's oh yeah, now Emma's now, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's uh, Halloween. 
I could have said solo because I thought that was going to be absolute wank. And it was quite good. Uh, and it was all right. Yeah, yeah. it was it was fine. Um, no, Halloween was was excellent. Mm. Um, I think that's probably the best like slasher film I've seen for like, the last ten years. I yeah, guess. since maybe Scream. I think we said in the podcast yeah. potentially mm. something um, along those lines. That that's how you reboot a franchise. Definitely, it's unfortunate that in the same week we watched. The, the Predator. Predator. Oh, my God. Uh, which is the exact opposite of uh, how you reboot a franchise. Yeah. Um, well, Halloween was, was yeah. great. Um, I know you loved it. I did love it. And just going on The Predator, I was just recently on a plane because obviously we were podcasting from Australia recently. I was on a plane and The Predator was front and centre. Of the plane. Of the plane. No, <laughs> in the plane. On the movie selection, I was going to take a little photo and send it to you going, oh, should I? Should I just... Should I? <laughs> I think that was on mine as well. Yeah, it's literally a plane film. Yeah. You could watch it on the plane. It's awful. But yeah, Halloween, standout horror film for me from loved last it. year. Absolutely, Absolutely brilliant. Yes. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I think that's a very good choice and a choice that a lot of people wouldn't have been expecting, John. Mm. So I like the way there that you've you go. gone for that. Just Not the, the obvious choice. Yeah, and All we right. podded on it, so go and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, and if you you know if you haven't seen it, do check it out. Honestly, <laughs> if you've lost faith in the Halloween franchise, I completely understand that. There's been so many versions. I think there was something like what were we fourteen versions or something <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Um, but we ranked them in that podcast, and we talked about them in that podcast, and we mm. also discussed why this is one of the best iterations that the franchise has done. Are um, there really that many? There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. It's I crazy. It's absolutely Stars. insane. <laughs> okay. Emma, coming Ooh. to you next. You've not been in the last few pods, neither's Lucy. So people might forget or have forgotten what you sound like. <laughs> Just reacquaint the listeners with your with your dulcet tones and also your hey? selections. Oh. Your selection for twenty eighteen uh content. Go and have a bit more selection box. Um hey? I don't know. <laughs> It's funny. Does it make any um, sense? So my favourite thing from 2018 was a bit difficult for me because there were some fantastic uh, TV shows that I watched last year that I mm. really, really enjoyed. Um, but the thing that stands out for me is top bit of telly, Killing Eve. been an assassination in Vienna. Cool. Sorry. She's highly skilled, as yet untraceable, and frankly, she's starting to show off. A woman in London is leaving a department just to find you. I want you to watch her. Promise you won't be naughty. I promise I won't be naughty. Uh, and, and I've got to say, so if anyone hasn't heard of Killing Eve, uh, it stars Sandra O, oh, who was uh, Christina in oh, Grey's Anatomy, yeah, and uh, Jodie Comer, who is fucking spectacular, mate. She has the nicest skin, like, yeah, but also an amazingly versatile <laughs> actress. Serial killer, so, versatile skin. Well, she's basically a killer for hire who has no it's identity of her own, <laughs> and uh, becomes obsessed with Eve, Sandra O. Oh. Um, who was trying to track her down. It is absolutely fantastic. Gripping, hilarious, a little bit jumpy. It keeps you on edge. It, and I, it was so much better than I expected. I watched the whole thing in a day. Mm. And I would absolutely recommend, if you like anything, crime, thriller, that kind of thing, 
<laughs> crime filler, that kind of thing. Crime filler, yeah. that kind of thing. Good Comedy, uh, rom com. Good analysis. Well, there Strong. is a there is a little bit of. Um, Oh, I don't want to spoil it. It's a bit of lady loving in there. Oh, yeah. John's there you go. Now, now you're interested. John's aren't you? interested. Yeah. Um, no, it's spectacular performances from both um, Sandra O oh and um, yeah. Jodie Comer, and just gripping. Unfortunately, I haven't actually seen it yet, which is shocking. <gasps> However, it is a BBC product, Does and I hate? believe, well, some sometimes I think the production values are a bit shoddy, but apparently this is excellent, <laughs> and it's exported very well across to the US. I know that a lot of US uh, viewers mm. have seen it now, but if you haven't, do check it out. I will also be taking that recommendation on board, and I'll be checking out Killing Eve in the coming weeks. I'm going to defend the British Broadcasting <clears throat> Company and say that actually, no, I love them. I love they've them. produced some fantastic oh, they have. bits of content. This Usually year. in conjunction with HBO, but we'll pass over eh. that. Anyway, that Lucy Barron, you are returning Sorry. to the podcast. The Baron. the Baron of Lucy is returning. What is your favourite <laughs> property of 2018? Oh, property. Um. So everyone's probably going to heckle me for this. Oh, oh God, here we go. Here we go. Off. But I couldn't get past it for a film that I thought had no right to be as good as it was. Um, Pete Rabbit. <laughs> fucking Paddington 2, which was excellent. Whoa, easy, easy. He is shit, though, yeah. Yeah, he's shit. Um, Star is Born. Can I ask you a personal question? Okay. Tell me something, girl. Do you write songs or anything? I don't sing my own songs. Why? I just don't feel comfortable. Why wouldn't you feel comfortable? Almost every single person has told me they liked the way I sounded, but that they didn't like the way I look. I think you're beautiful. Hey. What? I just want to take another look at you. In all the good times, I find myself longing for change. Here's what we're gonna do. Come sing that song that I love. No, I can't do that. Here we go. Here we go. Look at me. All you gotta do is trust me. That's all you gotta do. Bradley Cooper's done such an amazing job um, with the direction of this film. His performance is exceptional. So is Lady Gaga. The music. It's incredible, and it was such a moving, emotional film. I was stayed in the cinema crying and couldn't leave. Um, and I just thought it, it <laughs> on paper, it should have been literal garbage. Yeah, garbage. Like, I thought it was going to be cheesy, like a guilty pleasure. Mm. But I found it very moving, and I just, I can't get past it as one of the best films. One of the best things I saw, and something that affected me the most last year. Obviously, you know, there are other films that we've seen that, I'm sure we'll come on to that were also great, but mm. that is the thing that sticks with me. And you're not the only one who thinks that that is a great picture. Let's just say the Academy are also considering Ooh. that very seriously. Yeah, Brad, I think Bradley Cooper's got to get um, the best actor nod and maybe best director. I would nah. be surprised. I I'd think be that surprised. would be strong. I'd be surprised. You haven't seen I've it. not seen it, but I think to get both would be very <laughs> I impressive. Said, he, um, yeah, I think actor probably, I would say he's nailed on. Well, whoa, no, well, not, not. well, we got some very good, especially our boy, Ra- you know, oh, Melek. He's, Malik. you know, playing Queen. I think he's playing looking Queen. playing <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Such a plain Queen. <laughs> he he's certainly odds on favourite at the moment. I think with a lot of bookmakers. Yeah, big time, big well, time. It's between him and 
what's his face? Bale for. Oh, yeah, because of the uh, transformation. Well, he did put on nice. a lot of weight for that film. He's a we'll method have. actor. Yeah. He is a method actor. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's move on. So I'm going to be. We're all going to have an honourable mention as well. So honorable. the honourable mention at the end of this, because Gareth is not participating, so we have time for an honourable mention. Woo-hoo. But I am going to do the obvious, and I am going to say Avengers Infinity dun, War dun, was... Dun, 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 dun. The entire time I knew him, he only ever had one goal. To wipe out half the universe. If he gets all the Infinity Stones, he can do it with the snap of his fingers. Just like that. Tell me his name again. Thanos. The greatest thing from last year. Uh, That film had no right to be as successful as it was in terms of the way they pulled off a plethora of uh, Avengers oh, being damn. in that film. This is ben, did you get a thesaurus for Christmas? Well, I might have done. Isn't it pronounced plethora? Uh, no, not really. Um, Isn't that... it pronounced Thorsaurus? Thorsaurus, yeah. <laughs> Bring so, me Thorsaurus. I think the thing about Infinity War that makes it so spectacular to steal some of Emma's words is the fact that <laughs> one it had yeah, her only word. The fact... <laughs> oh, joking. It the... is my favourite. Yeah, it is. But it had the most memorable moment for me yes. that I've ever had in the cinema. Oh my God. Since I was a kid watching Jurassic Park and, you know, welcome to Jurassic Park and all that jazz was said. Um, the, the, <laughs> I thought that was so like a memorable. weird sequel. No, no, no. Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> the, the moment, and this is spoilers for oh Ugh, Infinity War, the moment of the click and the oh no, the, the fact that the, the villains... The villain of the piece is actually the you know the, the main focus of the film, mm-hmm. and also the fact that it was a very bold decision to do that, and the bold decision by Disney and the studio to basically end the film <laughs> with the heroes being defeated in such catastrophic, uh, in such a catastrophic way, mm. this resonated with me so much when I left the cinema. I didn't know how to feel about it. I loved the action sequences in the film. I loved the acting. Mm. I loved the effects. But that ending will stay with me until the day I die. I'll always remember where I was sitting, on what day, and how I felt, and who I was watching it with. When I yeah, when when I come out come out of you know when I die, I'll remember that moment. It'll be one of the things (laughs) that I remember. So for me, for that reason, that's why it's so memorable, and that's Mm. why for me it's my favorite thing that Mm. happened last year. Yeah. Favourite thing that happened last year? Oh, hun- of anything of, I, of I your think, whole life? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Pretty well, anyway. Disappointing. My sex change was my favourite. Yeah, well, there you go. Now, I'm going to give everyone the opportunity now to do a honourable mention. So Yay! this is just a quick quick summary of something else that you thought really ran it close. So I'm going to go around in the same order that we had. John, first honourable mention. Fuck's sakes. Attenborough didn't die last year. He didn't, no. Um, and whilst he didn't die... Um, and there's no 
you know, we can't prove that he's definitely alive during this podcast. Very true. But he was certainly alive uh, in the production of Dynasties. Yeah, which was... Um, which, you know, once again, uh, if you're ever going to be proud about the sort of stuff, and we've already mentioned the BBC, but if you're ever going to be proud of the sort of stuff that the BBC produce, I mean... Fucking Blue Planet, Planet Earth, Dynasties—it's yeah. yeah. just outrageously good. It's outrageous. It's outrageous how much time they put into filming these things. Four years they mm. track these, you know, different clans of animals in this case, or mm. you know, in Planet Earth it's the same. They track, you know, skulls of fish in Blue Planet. All of this, mm. all of this sort of stuff—it's incredible the amount of work that goes into it. And the amazing thing about it is that you see in the last 15 minutes of the episode, they showcase how they filmed certain sequences yeah. and the, you know, the trials that the, the camera people, the producers, the directors, Amber himself has to go through to get the content necessary to make dramatic stories. And, you mm. know, sometimes the best drama is just there waiting for us in, yeah, yeah. in real life. And the way that we can perceive these animals now and their habits and the way they think is incredible. It's amazing. How do they find out the animals' names? It's, it's, yeah. Because the first, they knew all of the chimpanzees' No, they speak yeah. English. Yeah, they just got to them. Oh, so, yeah. but they, they edit I mean, American out. English. Yeah, they edit that out. English, yeah, yeah, they edit okay, that all which out. Which is yeah. amazing stuff. I think that's a great choice, John. Dynasties. And if you haven't seen that, I think it's definitely out in America very soon. Not necessarily now. I think it's releasing very soon in America. Streaming. Do check it out it is incredible 4k emma honorable mention uh my honorable mention for 2018 was when uh gareth used to get up on time for podcasts no um it's another bbc drama bodyguard oh yeah very good our our very own rob stark richard madden he is a good looking boy good looking boy very good actor and uh keely hawes who some of you remember from various different uh, programs, but I thought it was a great bit of television, mm. quite gripping, great sex scenes, uh, lots of guns Ooh. and fighting, awkward and sex deading. Mm. BBC really style. I watched that on. Um, oh, for you on my tablet on the mm. way back from Australia. Yeah, uh, and obviously when you're on a plane, they'll edit all that sort of thing yeah. out. Um, so like when they say like fuck, and then suddenly someone's like fuck off. I hate that. Oh, fuck fuck off. I hate that. Um, so that was awkward watching that, but uh, yeah, that was really good. They've, mm. uh, when I was saying earlier, the BBC have done some amazing bits of drama this year, and that I think was was one of my other other favourites from 2018. Mm. And there's lots of stuff um, due to come out this year too. Mm. Yes, Lucy, coming to you next. Honourable mention, please. Okay, um, the moment when Thor. Son of Odin, most beautiful person, Odin man or son. alive, Odin son, yeah. in all the realms, landed in Wakanda with his new fucking axe. Called Stormbringer. <laughs> and said, bring me Thanos! And Isn't I got pregnant as a result. Isn't it, was it just, a hammer? Yeah. No, 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 that's Mjolnir, who, which was destroyed. Mjolnir. Mjolnir, oh, yeah. which yeah. was destroyed in uh, Thor Groot Ragnarok. Groot and Tyrion helped him make a new... Yeah, yeah. Groot axe. and Tyrion, which... Got back so Tyrion. that was just... Oh, I'll never forget it either. I think about it often. So, yeah, Infinity War generally was amazing. There you go. Yes, allowed to be honourable mention. That's 100% true. I'm going to go for The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. I think it's a stunning piece of television. Ten episodes Mm. which were expertly crafted, um, kept us on the edge of our seats. Not necessarily the scariest thing that's there, but in in the end... It's pretty scary. It's pretty scary, but in the end it's a character drama and it's a a drama centred around a family. And if you haven't seen it, please do go watch it. It is 
very, very well produced. The acting is decent. It's decent for a horror show, <laughs> which is something that you don't get very often. Mm. But the general vision of the show, I think, is something that will impress a lot of people. So do go check that out. It's my favorite thing I've ever seen on Netflix. I've watched it through three times. Whoa, I absolutely wow. love it. Come absolutely love it. So that is my... Better than Stranger Things? I think... No, you've just said it is. I think so... it might be consistent. It's more it consistent. That, that's just, that's my opinion. Go yeah, check it out yeah, yeah. if you haven't seen it. And now we're going to move on to what our predictions were for 2018, back when we started 2018. So I'm just going to play a couple of audio clips here, which is everyone's predictions. Gareth, biggest disappointment of 2018. Um, all right, controversial, controversial pick here. I think I I worry that Avengers Infinity War could be. Yeah, I, I agree. Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. But it's like it's like they're trying to put too much into this film. There are so many characters that we absolutely love and there's there can't be enough time for them all. And I just I feel like you're gonna get you're gonna get a watered down version of everything. It's like a watered-down version of Iron Man. It's a watered-down version of Thor. It's a watered-down version of Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm concerned about the casting of Johnny Depp in Fantastic Beasts, not only because of the allegations of domestic abuse against him, but I just don't think he's right for the character of Grindelwald. I think he relies too much on outfits and prosthetics and costumes these days. I'm not happy with him being in it. Um, I think Grindelwald should be played by a European actor because he is Eastern European in origin. So I don't want it to be, but I stuck with film and I think Tomb Raider is going to be the biggest disappointment of this year. No, that's going to be good, man. I don't know. It's got Alicia Vikander as, as, as Tomb Raider. That bloody girl from she, Black Mirror again. She's looking, she's looking good no, as I'm Lara just, Croft. I'm really worried that it's going to be fucking shite. Uh, my biggest disappointment of 2018 um, is something that I know is dear to all of our hearts, and I think is going to oh, is go- no, it's going to it. it, it's going to really <laughs> no. really hurt. I think that we're still not going to see the Winds of Winter released yeah. in 2018. I don't think we're going to see it, guys. So the Winds of Winter is the sixth um, volume of the famous A Song of Ice and Fire, which Game of Thrones is based on, and um, I've been half my life for this fucking book. We've been waiting now seven years. So let's kick off with uh, Emma said that Tomb Raider would be bad. I haven't seen it yet, which is awful. Emma, was it good? I quite liked it. Yeah. I had a good laugh watching it with my mum and dad. I think they just tried mm. to Randomly. copy. They just tried to copy the rebooted game. Yeah, but I mean that's fine because I've not played the rebooted game. Fine. And for me. <laughs> Yes. It was um, it was quite a nice kind of reboot of of Lara Croft. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I like Alicia Vikander. I think she's got potential to be a very good, good Lara Croft. Took a while to get going. Like she was just a bit sort of oh I'm a witch daughter. Yeah. And then when she, she actually is. got her ass into gear and went treasure hunting, I I quite enjoyed it. So I was wrong. Mm. The thing I was most anticipating last year actually turned out to be my biggest disappointment. The Alienist. No, um, Ready Player One. Oh well, that's oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Shit. It wasn't very whoa, good. Whoa, 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 man. Anyway, let's get back off with our, you know, predictions for disappointment. Um, we've already said John said that Attenborough would die, but you also said that Solo would be bad. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it had no right to be good, and some people 
think it's abysmal anyway. That's ridiculous if anyone um, says that's abysmal. Well, I mean... It was good fun. No, it was good fun, yeah. Look, when we came out of the cinema and we went to see it together... We did. Um, mm. you know, my wife was furious because you decided to sit in between us, but... Um, I like sitting I, in the middle. Uh, Wasn't I there? <laughs> No, I think no. you... Nah, I wouldn't have thought nah. so. Pretty nah. sure I was. Nah, nah. I think you were there. No. On the other side of your wife. Probably, yeah. Mm. No, you're just in another row somewhere. Yeah. Um, Harsh. But, uh, no, I mean, there are some people that don't like the fact that... Uh, I mean, Han has this arc in that, and it's like, well, it doesn't make any sense if yeah. you look at A New Hope. So well, now he's got another arc. Like, well, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, he's allowed to age and have it multiple stories. Sense, but I enjoyed it. Um, in terms of my anticipated movie, uh, I did say that it might not be made in time for last year, and it wasn't. I'm still. Yeah. I still can't wait to see The Irishman. Yeah, and that still <clears throat> is in the works, is it, John? Yeah, a couple of months, apparently. Very good. That will definitely be this year. Okay. So I'm still anticipating. Okay. It. I'll uh, I'll tweet Scorsese and go look. Come on, come on now. But don't don't use it as your prediction for this year, please. No, Keep I'm not going to. yeah, good. Recycling predictions. Very very good. Yeah, no recycling of predictions. Lucy, I believe that you said that Johnny Depp as Grindelwald would be your biggest disappointment of uh, in in Grindelwald. He is Grindelwald, is he? Yep. Yeah, Johnny Depp as Grindelwald would be your biggest disappointment of. Of, of 2018 how was he well yeah I mean I was disappointed that he was still cast that was kind of the point I was making because of and all of his violence just, and stuff well yeah just why are you Grindelwald he's Eastern yeah. European um, yeah and basically the film was really shit because I like the first one and I'm a big Harry Potter fan yeah. and seeing it I was incredibly disappointed so it didn't do very well did it no not I, critically yeah. or in the, the like box office yeah Money. it just they tried to add too many backstories into it and like, for example, they obviously there's young Dumbledore, and Jude Law was really good as young Dumbledore. Mm, I could see him as there that. There wasn't enough of him in it. But they go back to Hogwarts in, like, 1920 or whatever, and McGonagall's there. And McGonagall, as a teacher... Nonsense. But she wouldn't have even been born then, if you look at the books. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. I mean, so, it's I mean, all listen, gibberish listen, to me, John. No, So that kind of thing was really annoying. They tried right. to cram too much in, and I thought it was dark and confusing and shit. <laughs> Well, absolutely murdered Harry Potter there. And that's from a Harry Potter mega fan. Mm. I said that there would be no Winds of Winter released this year, which I think... That was a pretty safe prediction. Pretty safe prediction because George, bless him, seems to release every other book other than Winds of Winter. We've just had Fire and Blood, which is a, you know, 300-year... Account That's of the Targaryen, has it? Yeah. Of the Targaryen dynasties. I'm looking forward to reading that. I know. I do think Nonsense, that there's a lot George. of. No, apparently it's just a rehash of the world of ice and fire, which, which is, is very excellent. Good. Yeah. Apparently excellent. The, the illustrations aren't as good in the new book. Oh wow! What's the fucking point? Well, sense. let's just say I'm not going to use it as my prediction for this year. However, I am strongly predicting we still will not get the winds of winter this year. But never fear, because we've got some predictions for 2019 coming up right now. What are you most looking forward to seeing, TV or film, this year? Oh, okay. I I can't have one of each. No, not one of each. You have Uh, one. So it's very strict. It's very strict. Um, Okay. Uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy for me then. Uh, the Watchmen TV series. Oh, Watchmen, brilliant material. Yes, HBO, the best, the best, brilliant TV series. Uh, some of the casting 
excellent. It's all, and the showrunner is Damon Lindelof, who was successfully my favourite showrunner. He just did The Leftovers and he was involved with Lost. Oh, yeah. But The Leftovers is critically very well received. It yeah, is my favourite TV, TV show of all time. <laughs> he did a very good job with that material. I am buzzing to see what he will do with this material, yeah. John. Len, are you going to talk about The Leftovers all year this year as well? I will try to. <laughs> but I think we've got some news about uh, The Watchmen, haven't we, John? Because we are creating a new sub-podcast yes. to cover Yeah, but HBO's that's not why it's my favourite. Yeah. I'm not, you know, just not, constantly peddling you stuff are. we're podding on. Yeah, but we are going to be creating that in the coming weeks and we'll be starting our Watchmen coverage, maybe rereading The Watchmen, then the sequel which come out, which is called Doomsday, and we'll be trying to talk about what they're going to be covering because mm. they're not actually translating <gasps> The Watchmen graphic novel. They are taking the material and moving it forward into present day. Yeah. There are going to be new <clears throat> Minutemen, new Watchmen, new heroes to follow as well as classic characters too. So mm. that is something to look forward to. It is going to be excellent. It is going to be delicious. Uh, Emma, 2019, what is tickling you? <laughs> well, hopefully nothing. I hate being tickled. Mm. Um, what is tickling my fancy this year? Yes. Uh, I was torn about this and I had about four different options because I did think we were going to do film and TV. But <laughs> what I am most excited about this year is the return of uh, Mindhunter. Season two. Very good. So we talked about this in our 2018 predictions. I think, Lucy, I think you brought it up and we talked about it with Gaz. No, you you said it was your favourite thing you watched. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Someone of us did. Me. um, We watched it and went, yeah, it's pretty good. Mm. Spot on. Right for a change. Happens about once every two years. Uh, But I'm really excited for the second season. I think it's due out like April time. Mm. Um, And if it's anything like season one, Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Can you tell that I quite like crime and thrillers? Mm. Yeah. And serial yeah. killers, yeah. No, I've watched all of the serial killer documentaries on Netflix now. I'm bored. Yes. So, well, there you go. We're going to do our stuff. true crime podcast, aren't we? Can't fucking wait, mate. Bit of crowded uh, yeah, Mindhunter season two is uh, <laughs> my pick for fancy tickling of 2019. <laughs> oh, very good. I think that's a very good choice and something I hadn't really thought about because I do... I did very much enjoy the first season of Mindhunter and I didn't think I would, but it was excellent, excellent television. Well done, Netflix, once again. Mm. Lucy, coming to you next. Can't get past Game of Thrones, I'm afraid. Oh, still in my one. I know, well, get a less obvious one. I just, (laughs) we've waited so long for this and as much as I'm upset at the thought of it being over for good I can't wait to see how they do it and mm. who's going to sit atop the Iron Throne well you know, who's no one live and survive? okay no Frodo one. democracy <laughs> shall rule they're going to make a parliament on maybe the, the former grounds of the Sept of Baelor maybe their own Fuck little that. Brexit boring I do think that Game of Thrones this year is going to be a, a spectacle of which we have not seen before on mm. television. There are already room. There's already rumours that every episode bar one is an hour thirty in duration. Oh. Not only that, there is rumours that there is a ninety minute battle, um, which is rumoured to be the longest battle ever shot for any form of cinema. Mm. So that in mind, I think just sounds incredible. If they do, if they get the same guy, uh, Sapovich, whatever he's called in, that did Battle of the Bastards, mm. we're in for some some serious treats there because that was delicious. Do you know It's really hard because I'm really looking <clears throat> forward to finding out what happens, but I'm so pissed off at George R. R. Martin for not giving me the book that yeah. there's a part of me that's just the noise that we're getting the TV first. I mean, obviously um, I'm going to love it, but... It kind of feels Do you get my like frustration? someone going, 
this is our end. And you go, oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know how we get there. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I think that's the thing for me is that I am really excited to see it, but I would have liked to have read The Winter Winter first. I wanted, well, you know, and we A Dream spent, of Spring. Well, yeah. But, I, you know, we've been waiting for this book for seven, eight years. I think the like, biggest, come on, mate. I think the biggest mm. problem that's... And we did really enjoy season seven of Game of Thrones, just to say, go yeah. back and check our podcast out. <clears throat> Very, The audio quality is not great, but that's what we started covering. Neither the, um, we, the main The main criticism we had of that season, although we had some amazing moments, and I'm not going to spoil them all just in case you haven't seen any of the show, but... We said the biggest problem was the fact that they skirted over major, major things mm. and just transport transported across continents in the space of uh, in, inside an episode where mm. the first season took you know five episodes to get across Westeros, you know, whereas they were just doing it within ten minutes and it's mm-hmm. to speed it all up because everything was has to be sped up to get to this magical ending that they're going for and they want to get it done in eight seasons. Yeah. So they didn't have to do that. They did because they they did because of budget and mm. David well, Benioff and Dan Rice don't want to be involved with the show anymore. It's taken over their life for like twelve years at this stage. Mm. And they want to move on to other projects. As well as the actors, you've got to think they've got contracts yeah. that need to be fulfilled and they don't want to have to, you know, extend them. They want to go and do other things as well. Or as much as they love the show. They're just tied into it. Aren't yeah, they, they really? want to mm. go and do other things. And because this show production is so intense, they can't really go make too many films. They can't do other passion projects. You know, Kit Harrington doesn't nice get to do that form? much. Yeah, well, you know. Passion project. You know, Daenerys. Oh, Kit Harrington's career's over after this. Well, maybe, maybe, but I think he's very good as Jon Snow. He's on um, on stage. Yeah, he is at the moment in the West End, so go check that out. Same as Daniel Radcliffe for a while. Tread the boards. Uh, I love Daniel Radcliffe. Um, But yeah, Game of Thrones, season eight, the finale of Game of Thrones is definitely something that we're all looking forward to. And, you know, anyone who listens to us, can be very happy because we are also setting up our own Game of Thrones sub-podcast for several reasons. Uh, Not only are we going to be covering The Winds of Winter when it's released as a book and any book that's released to do with Game of Thrones, we are also going to be covering season eight. Not only that, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, the Game of Thrones franchise is definitely not dead. It is very, very much alive. And they have commissioned at least one series, which is in production right now at HBO, going Mm. into uh, principal photography very soon. Robert's Rebellion. Which, which definitely not Robert's Rebellion. I thought it was going to be. No. I thought it was young Rob and young Ned. No. It's what it is, is the the golden age. So it's actually 8,000 years before the events of Game of Thrones, which will entail... Stories of the Age of Heroes, people like Bran the Builder and how the great houses were formed. People like the Lannisters were formed. William Wallace. The Baratheons, all of that jazz. So it's going to be fascinating to see the ancient Starks as well. And it's the first battle against the White Walkers. That is what that is building up to. And, Mm. you know, Naomi Watts has been cast as the principal lead actress in that. So there's some interesting casting going on as well. So we will be covering that in our new Game of Thrones sub-podcast mm. and we will let you know the information of that when it's set up in the coming weeks as well. Maybe a month or so's time. Yeah. Dustin now, Hoffman's in it as Dustin well. Hoffman, yeah. So. That's just as Rain Man. What about um, <laughs> Donald Glover? Danny Glover? Danny Glover. Both of them. We've got both. Glover. Get both Have in they? there. Yeah. Get both in there. Um, I was re-listening to that when we were talking about it in the um, 2018 <laughs> podcast. You were going on and on about Danny Glover. And like, yeah. Don't you mean Donald Glover? And Danny like, Glover mm. playing a, a young Lando. No, Calrissian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Len, it's really uh, funny. Classic. So my 
most anticipated thing of 2019 has been taken. However, I have a list of several. Mm. Both of mine were taken, but I have another list of several. <laughs> and I, uh, I'm i caught in two minds between these two mega giants of cinema, one of which is Avengers, which I have already referenced as my favourite thing of last year. Seeing the finale of Infinity War does excite me. However, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, what? to see what they do in episode nine, now that they've almost completely taken a complete left turn and surprised everybody with episode eight is I want to know how the Skywalker saga ends because mm-hmm. this is still the Skywalker saga. So next Christmas, I am extremely excited for Star Wars episode nine and how they conclude <clears throat> the Skywalker saga. And indeed, you know, the Star Wars franchise at the moment is a bit fatigued. Um, there's big reports that everyone has had too much Star Wars recently. You know, one every year you had. Too much. There is too many. Um, and that's why they cancelled the, the rumoured Bubba Fett film. And that is why they, you know, they, they've pushed back on another solo sequel at the moment. Even though I think it did okay, considering... they got a TV series coming out. Well, they have The Mandalorian, which yeah. will focus on things like Bubba Fett and some other characters there. So that is very interesting. But... There's a bit of fatigue, but I do think that when episode nine comes around, it will have been almost two years since we had episode yeah. episode eight, and I think everyone will be buzzing for it. So we, that's um, my pick. Will we all go and watch it together again? We will all go and watch it together no, again. Lucy refuses. Well, Lucy doesn't really enjoy it, but uh, let's just say uh, most of us will go watch it together, apart from little Gaz, who'll be over in Australia asleep Maybe still, asleep. probably. <laughs> yeah. So hope you're having a nice lion, mate. Hope you're having a lovely sleep friend um, it's a great shout actually Len uh, to see where it goes I think it would be really exciting to uh, see if they can nail the... Uh, the see the Star Wars fanboys um, they've uh, killed it for it, me to be honest because well no not like some fanboys are alright yeah. but it's the ones that just go mental and like oh it's, it's zero out of ten it's, yeah. like, it's not is it that's not how the Blueberry Scale works I know but well, that's the, they're not even listening they're not listening. I don't believe in blueberries. They, and that time, they score it out of lightsabers. And that time we turned up at the oh. cinema on opening night for episode eight and there was Chewbacca standing behind us making noises. <laughs> <laughs> he was, you know, he was oh, interesting. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. it. And the little it's pork, about, John. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Oh, uh, not doing that again. But Too there, much. there were a lot of interesting characters roaming around. They're yeah. the ones who went in there and came out disappointed. There's no Crazy way you can characters. give that film anything you know anything like a zero it's insane so mm. but i think you know that was very polarizing and i think that will really affect how episode nine performs but people will want to see the finality of this new trilogy and i, mm. I do think it will still do very well i still think it will cross the billion dollar threshold which is very <laughs> important nowadays for people like disney it's massively important yeah um and now i want to know what our crazy predictions for 2019 are going to be now last year like we said john said david attenborough would die we've recapped what we did stop saying that yeah well you're wrong so just want to make that very clear (laughs) what are your predictions guys they can be crazy they can be good you think something's gonna be amazing you think something's gonna be bad let me know definitely virgin on the old bad yeah of course john um i think uh the live action aladdin Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's going to be so bad um, that I throw up uh, whilst watching it in the cinema. Jesus. Um, The idea of... uh, Actually, I hope uh, it ends Will Smith's film career. um, Because he he is 
awful. He he is awful. Whoa! And, um, I can't what? believe. Oh god! Um, is he the genius? I in can't this? believe what's yeah. happened to his career. To be honest, yeah, he has floundered um, very badly. The idea of him playing the genie and the, the silly get-up that he was wearing on whatever it was, Variety magazine or whatever, when they did the the shot. That looked bad, didn't it? Uh, it's just, I, I thought it was a piss take. <laughs> it looked, it just looked like they'd just gone, this be hilarious. What's the stupidest face we could Photoshop on this? Will Smith. No, that's genuine. Well, to be fair, he has, he has come far from uh, West Philadelphia, where he's born and raised. No, oh, don't do yeah, it. Yeah, but, you know... I'm in a way. It's a shame that he wasn't killed in West Philadelphia, because I think that is that might be so bad that it bankrupts Disney. Okay, there you go. I, Whoa. I did think yeah. it, it did. I did think it looked tacky. I have to admit, and I love Aladdin, so I'm more skeptical of that. Be hilarious than, when I give it five bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> This is, we can't wait to listen to this for the 2020 <laughs> predictions. Uh, Emma, your prediction for 2019. Not going to like this. What is it? I think George R. R. Martin's going to die before he finishes writing these fucking Don't books. Don't start with that nonsense. Oh, why were you always saying that he's going to die? He hates that. So it's if he listens to this, he's going to be raging. He's never listening to this. Um, uh, I do think that. But also, I think that the uh, new Joker film is going to be awful. With uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix is the I Joker. Disagree. I think it should be great. I think that Joker is a good casting of Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, he strikes me as a bit of like you know uh, Jack Nicholson in the original oh, Batman. Right. I, I I think he was. I think that was great casting. I mean, the Joker's always been cast pretty well. I'm mean, I'm not going to slate uh, Jared Leto's Joker at all. I just I think no, I think the script I think the script was all over the place for that film. I, I think he could have done something As interesting. Was he. he, but he, I, I actually, uh, you can't really slate him because I don't think he was given enough to go on. What he no. did do was oh, quite come good. On. They, get, they blatantly gave him artistic license to do what he wanted. He just yes, Jared Leto. Of course you do. He's a beautiful, talented man. Yes, yeah. very beautiful. So um, no, I'm 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 slightly afraid that it's going to be a disappointment, and I and I don't want it to be because there have been so many good incarnations, but there is a part of me that just has this inkling it might be shite well yeah and overdone well and and let's be honest dc struggle Mm. not dc what (laughs) yeah they struggle badly at the moment i mean i i just don't know where their franchise is going they've lost henry cavill as superman it seems they've also they've also lost ben affleck as batman apparently so the new batman film isn't going to be even affleck i mean they're in disarray. You They're say in... that though, but Aquaman is now their most profitable film ever. Yes, oh, I can't wait one... to see that. How mental is that? It's past one billion dollars, but that doesn't. Yeah, you know, it's papering over the cracks. That is <laughs> absolutely papering over the cracks. It's made all that money because Jason Momoa is the fittest human being in the very, world. Very, yes. very possibly. Definitely. And compared to a lot of the. DC products out there he is one of the most charismatic characters they have mm. even compared to like Gal Gadot you know as Wonder Woman which yeah. obviously did very very well and deserved to do well because mm. it was a very good film I think but she's not that charismatic really in that role she's not given the license to be that charismatic Momoa's character lovely hair very lovely hair mm. beautiful woman but Momoa's character Luscious. beautiful man and you know hair, he so delivers beautiful hair beautiful hair, beautiful hair but he delivers the lines well mm. you know he 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 really embodies a new sort of Aquaman, one that we haven't really seen before in comics. All so, right. yeah, <laughs> hey man, that's kind of what he's like. So, Aqua dude, yeah, oh. DC. I think that's a good shout there, Em, and it will be floundering. You know, oh. yeah, Flounder. like yeah. Aquaman, I know, did quite well. Lucy, coming to you next for your 
Prediction, good, bad or ugly for 2019? Oh, um, I'm hoping that the Men in Black film will be good. Oh it's my God, that's the, that's the worst prediction we've ever had. <laughs> you think say, that's going to be good? I said I hope. I love Tessa Thompson. I love Tessa Thompson. And Chris Hemsworth. I love Chris Hemsworth. She, is she that good though? Oh, she's she's, no. she's banging. And but I originally <laughs> I thought this was meant to be a crossover of Twenty One Jump Street, so I'm actually quite disappointed that it's not. It was meant yeah, to be originally to be, be yeah. that. Do you think how that would have been better or worse than what it's going to be? It would have been, been better. better. Hold on, how does that make sense? Who knows? Uh, it's it does. made in black. Yeah, but it's like They're imagine the twenty. Like yeah, imagine the Twenty One Jump Street guys get recruited, just like you know Will Smith was back <laughs> in the day, into the Men in Black. That is quite a cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that she idea. Crossed over to Fresh Prince, so hmm. yeah, very true. Men in Black. Yes. I will knock your punk ass down. Colton's in Men in Black at yeah, some point. Yeah, exactly. I do think that Men in Black Three is going to be atrocious. Do you reckon? I, yes. I can't it see it being good. Be, but I'm just hoping that it's good. I, I honestly can't see it Liam being good. Liam Neeson knocking about in it. What is he what, doing, what man? What is he doing in Stop it? a good script. doing action movies. He's just trying to pay the bills, man. But he fucking since Taken, he's not he's he's not Taken. No. A decent role. Good. Like, it's just like, I don't want to act anymore. I'll just, I'll go around corners with a low camera shot holding a gun. Like, no. Do something calls. else. This might be fun for him. Crazy characters. <clears throat> Do more comedy. That's what you yeah. should be doing. Yeah. What about you, Len? Yes. In Men in Black. Mine is quite spoilery and... I'd, I'm, I'm, you know, it's just going to. Game it's it? Game of Thrones related. Um, I, I just, it. I just want people. If you don't want to know anything, if you've not seen any Game of Thrones, um, just Get stop out. listening for the next five minutes. Go on. Uh, I think that uh, this is. A, I think this is a safe prediction. Yeah. I think this is a safe prediction. I think Jon Snow is going to die in 2019. Obviously. I don't think it's obvious, Wait. but I think it's. I think it's. It's. It's between really one of dead. two of them. The character or the actor. He's well, dead. I think the character Jon Snow is going to die in 2019. I think it will be his swan song. I also think he'll die before the final episode. Oh! Whoa. What do you think about that? The penultimate yeah. episode is when everyone dies. I yeah, I think it. Will, I think the final episode might be like an epilogue episode. Ooh. You know, like Lord of the Rings, where we get five different endings Amazing. over I, and I over think again. The, uh, imagine that. Yeah. Bye. I thought you've already gone. Ah. Uh. Um. I think that last episode, whatever happens, is just going to get panned. I think you really think that yeah. it's going to be panned. I, I think, think it's going to be beautiful. I think the final episode, a um, massive comet is going to impact the Earth and everyone will die. Jesus, how shit would that be? Is that um, where they wiped out the dinosaurs? Well, in the and it's a crossover with Men in Black, and they get out. Of the <laughs> oh my! And then God. Fresh Prince Bella. Yeah. Could you, and Carlton just starts dancing. What are you <laughs> doing He's the only here? survivor of the human race is Carlton. You've got two more wishes, John. Oh, what's he doing here? <laughs> um, They're all getting involved. They did say it's the biggest battle scene of all time, yeah. so... Bring the lamp! Oh, he's here, he's I do think that the final episode, I think it'll be very well received because I just think the amount of money they've poured into it. Oh, look, I hope it, it gets the plaudits that it deserves. It's been a hell of a... TV show. Oh, it really has, and just we've seen things we've never. I don't think we'll ever see again. I just. Can't. I think I'm doing what Gareth did last year, where he had some concerns that Infinity yeah. War would be terrible. Oh yeah, so let's just quickly mention Gareth said Infinity War would be terrible. Well, no, he said he, he was said it worried. Would be absolute shit. Well, that is our 2018 review and 2019 predictions. Argument. Argument. We did bicker a little Debate. bit. It was a debate, you know. So uh, let us know 
your thoughts though please do email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com let us know what you are looking forward to mm. for 2019 and if you've seen what we recommended in 2018 that would be very much appreciated let us know your predictions and let us know if we've forgotten anything obviously we can't include everything in our predictions there is way way too much to choose from and we are going to be covering loads of great stuff this year like we said HBO's The Watchmen Game of Thrones is going to be getting its own podcast. Not only that, there's Captain Marvel, (laughs) Spider-Man Far From Home, Infinity War, Star Wars. You've got John Wick 3. (laughs) I'm just listing random films. Men in Black 3, Ghostbusters 2. Lion King. Lion King. Yeah, John's obsessed with it. (laughs) He's obsessed. He's literally obsessed with Ghostbusters 2. Toy Story oh, 4, yeah, you know, than, than this is going to be movie. an amazing year for films. Not only that, we've got our Oscar review coming up in Yay! February, where we're going to be detailing what we think will win the Oscars. We did it last year. Too, well, right? maybe. Uh, we did it last year. We had a little table. You can play along with us with your predictions. We can figure out who gets the most points out of everyone, who gets the most correct good, yeah. scores. That's going to be... tuxes on again. Yeah, we did wear them last Fair time. Enough. You know, it was very, very fun. Oh, now um, I've had my sex change. I'll have to wear a dress. Nah, still nah. Do you turn into a man? I think we've lost no, I... that gag. Oh, to be honest with no. you, I don't know where it's gone. But it's, <laughs> it's gone somewhere. Let's just leave it. Transphobic get, as well. Yeah, get rid no. of it. Not really. But thank you all for listening and Happy New Year, as we said. We'll be back in a few weeks' time or weeks' time with the Bandersnatch review as well as a little tidbit on Bird Box and whatever else we decide. So thanks for listening, guys. And uh, I've been joined by John. See ya. Lucy. Bye. Emma. Bye. And sleeping in Australia, Gareth. Goodbye, everybody.